Welcome to the Pillars for Purposeful Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Brita Wallace, and I am so happy that you are tuning in this morning for a Monday morning message and a prayer. So I know that we kind of took a prayer from a shift of like me just kind of rambling on about something that's going on in my life to... Um, you know, like a more structured message. And today I uh, really, I want the podcast message and a prayer to be a little more, you know, structured. Like I was saying before, you know, we I took a break from maternity leave, but today I want to do something different. So it's not a totally planned out message for you this morning. Um, and it's not necessarily a ramble either, but I'm doing this Bible study that I wanted to uh, tell you about a little bit. And, um, it's called the God of Deliverance and it's a study of Exodus, uh, chapters one through 18 and it's by Jen Wilkin. And, um, I've never done one of her Bible studies before, but I do have one of her books, uh, in, his image, I believe it is. Um, I believe it's called In His Image, but it's all about, you know, who we are in Christ. Um, but she's amazing. I love her as a teacher, and I've never actually heard her teach before until I started doing this Bible study. And we're about four weeks in. Uh, Wednesday, when I go, it'll be week five of Bible study. And, and this has just been such a blessing to me um, as I learn a lot of cool things that I never would have learned um, or, you know, picked up on on my own um, as we, you know, really study verse by verse um, in this study that we're doing, God of Deliverance. So, you know, the study of Exodus. But anyway, in the back of this book, and hold on, hold that thought for a minute. Every week we go through um, and we finish on week five uh, or day five, excuse me, as we do the wrap up. She has a wrap up at the end of each week and she has you fill in the following statement, knowing that God is, and then you put in an attribute of God, shows me that I am blank and then you fill that in, right? So the reason why I'm telling you that is because when... I started the podcast back up after maternity leave and we started with our first episode back for mom's prayer, um, you know, Monday morning prayer and a mess- message and a prayer. I was thinking, you know, we started with long suffering and how, you know, God is long suffering and patiently enduring for us, right? Like he is so patient with us. And the other day I was doing my Bible study um, And I just happened to be flipping through this book, um, and in the appendix, they have a list of the attributes of God. And uh, Jen Wilkin, she has these attributes of God, and it just made me think of like, okay, so like, as we went to that first week back with long suffering, that week I thought, how cool would it be to do the attributes of God and how we can apply them in motherhood to our lives, right? Um, to be more like God. But some of God's attributes, I feel like we can't reflect them. We can't mimic them. We can't 
you know, work to be more like him, ask him to refine us in these areas because um, really he's the one who helps us change our hearts and gives us that strength, especially in areas of weakness that we have, right? Um, I always feel like our strength comes from God, even, you know, if we're, you know, becoming aware Uh, And I'm in school for marriage and family therapy. And as a student counselor, we're always talking about becoming more self-aware. It's something that we're required to do. We become more self-aware so we can work on those areas in ourselves that um, as student counselors and as counselors, when we become, you know, licensed therapists, we are, you know, in tune and we're aware of these things in us that we struggle with and that we need to change so that we can get that help that we need and help ourselves and work towards that change so that we can best help others. And I think that's true in our parenting too, is like, we need to become more self-aware. These are our areas of weakness, right? And these are areas that we need to work better uh, you know, first we become aware, I'm not really good at this, right? I'm not really good at pa- being patient with my kids, right? Like, so this is an area that I can work on. Patience is a fruit of the spirit, right? So, and it's one of God's, attri- one of God, excuse me, attributes. So really we should be working on, um, yes, practicing patience and finding those opportunities where we can practice that because we're tested and we need to be, you know, in order for us to build that muscle. I always like to say, hey, like patience is a muscle, like it's a fruit of the spirit, but I like to think of it like a muscle, like it goes into atrophy if we're not practicing, if we're not practicing it, if we're practicing it and we're going, uh, we're being tested in our patience and we're using those as opportunities to build it and to like endure through it, um, you know, we're long suffering, then we get better at it, right? But I also and always believe that as we're working on things and we're working to change, that we do need God's strength to do so, right? Um, And that we need to be partnering with God as he refines us because that's his job. He can refine us. So I just wanted to go through this list and I just today... Um, that's in this book. And, you know, I honestly, I didn't look up like, oh, are there more attributes of God? I feel like when I did mom's prayer at our old church and we didn't do mops necessarily, we followed uh, kind of like that structure that mops, um, mom's, I'm trying to even think of mom's I don't even know what MOP stands for off the top of my head right now. I was like, let me see what it stands for. If you don't know, look it up because I can't remember and I never actually followed that, you know, structure. We, um, or we never actually had a MOPs group. I've never been to a MOPs group. I've heard about MOPs. Um, and my ministry partner and best friend and I started a ministry, um, a prayer ministry at our old church when we worked in children's ministry together. And we followed that structure, but we didn't necessarily do mops. We just borrowed from some of some of the structure. We didn't follow it, you know, straight through. It wasn't like this super structured thing. It was like really led by God's spirit and um, by the Holy Spirit. And it was just such a beautiful 
hour of prayer for our families and our kids and whatever God put on our hearts, um, you know, as far as, you know, maybe sometimes we prayed for other people and, you know, of course the schools and stuff that our kids went to, but we just, it was just such a beautiful hour. So I did have that list from Mops though at one point and I would go on there and I feel like the attributes were so many, there were so many more attributes than are what what's in this book. But what's listed in this book, I'm just going to go through them today. And I am going to look up more attributes, like maybe a full list, just to see if um, this is the full list. I just don't remember how many were on there. Um, and I should have done this before, really today. But um, I just really kind of wanted to use this list um, because this is plentiful and this will give us a lot to talk about today. But I wanted to use this list and I and I went through and I wrote um, in this book next to each attribute like this is something we can reflect. This is something we ad- admire about God because we can't reflect it like creator. We can't be the creator. Only God is the creator, right? So we admire that about him, but God is attentive. We can be reflective of that. We can reflect that characteristic as a parent. So that's kind of how I wanted to go um, with this episode is I wanted to go through this list with you of these attributes just really quickly. And next to them, it tells you what it means, right? And then I wanted to uh, just go through and, you know, as a parent, the things that we can reflect, I think are really powerful when you like write them down. So down below, and I'm going to encourage you to grab a piece of pen or a piece of pen. Excuse me. Don't you love it when I misspeak and I make up funny things? Like I make up funny words all the time which I know are not words. They just end up coming out of my mouth. Um, On the podcast specifically, never do I do that when I'm writing. It's just really funny. And then I say funny things also, and you just have to laugh at yourself. Um, So grab that piece of pen, (laughs) that piece of paper, grab the piece of paper and a pen. And I'm just going to stop for a minute um, and give you time to do that because I think it's really interesting. I would really love it if you could write down these attributes and I'm going to read them first before um, we go through these attributes because I want you to write down the parent attributes that we can reflect and then we'll talk about each of them and you, and you can take notes if you want to or, or whatever, but then we'll talk about the, each one of these in detail over the course of um, you know, mom's prayer on Mondays, because I think that it's going to be really powerful to see how we can reflect God's character and how um, other moms, you know, reflect these characteristics in the Bible. Um, And honestly, I have not done the studying on any of these personally or in particular um, for this purpose yet. So we're going to go on this journey together. And I am definitely not a theologian. Um, I am just a mom, a Christian mom who has a heart to learn God's word um, in deeper ways. And 
pray for moms and have that heart for moms and pray with moms for our children. And this is really something that I just believe that God asked me to do um, on the podcast. You know, the podcast was never, you know, it was not started for mom's prayer and message. It was started for, um, you know, just to teach moms how to be purposeful in their home and some things that they can do. And hey, like we all struggle, even those of us who have tons of knowledge and information and education on how to be amazing parents. Well, we all are human and we all fall short no matter how much knowledge and wisdom and education we have. Um, You know, even as family and parent educators or mom coaches, we all struggle. And with somebody that I interviewed today for the podcast and and our interview is going to be posted as an expert guest speaker episode on December 15th. But our interview was this morning and she and I were talking about, you know, we both have kids that have ADHD and that have struggled a lot. Um, And we were talking about that a little bit before we got on the podcast because it's been a week for me. Um, It's been quite a journey collectively throughout his life. But uh, the past week and a few weeks, have just been really, really challenging and tough. And we're dealing with some really scary and just devastating and really just hard, heartbreaking things for a mom. And that doesn't mean that my husband and I are doing anything wrong. That doesn't mean that we're like totally screwing up this kid's life. Um, this is like real life. We have kids with special needs, right? And we understand that. And just because we're mom coaches or family and parent educators doesn't mean that we don't have challenges too. And we don't go through things too. So, um, you know, that was what the podcast was originally started for was to be supportive of moms, create a community for moms, interview other people for the podcast who could help moms with other topics as well. And, you know, in support of, you know, what I teach. And then in addition, and I learned so much from the expert guests too, and I just adore them and love each and every one of them that's on my show. And I truly believe that God chooses each person that's going to be on the podcast. And the more and more people that I interview for the podcast are Christians um, and, you know, have a faith-based business. And I just think that it's such a beautiful thing to see how his hand is in it. And I felt like, I don't even remember when I started mom's prayer, but I felt like God was putting it on my heart to do that. Like I was really missing praying with moms and for moms um, because I did that every week, you know, and um, it was something that was a desire on my heart that I just was missing. And I think that God like kind of found that in me and said, Hey, like do it on your podcast, you know? And it was like messy and it was just unstructured and like, Hey, I'm just like, because I don't have time to like do studying and write something up right now, I'm just gonna, you know, wing this and tell you what I'm going through and how like we can, when you're going through something similar, how this, you know, looks as, you know, a mom coach or a family and parent educator and how we can challenge ourselves and how this looks as a Christian mom, just being a Christian, not being like a Bible study teacher, you know? Um, And I'm not, I wouldn't call myself that either. I don't feel like I have those expertise, um, but I'm learning. And I think that 
this is going to be a challenge for me. Um, and I'm going to learn a lot of stuff throughout, you know, studying the attributes of God and how we can apply them to our motherhood. And I think it's going to be a really great opportunity for growth for not just other moms that are listening to the podcast, but for me as well. And I think that we can go on this journey together. So I'm really excited. So hopefully you got that piece of pen like I was asking you for. Um, I'm just kidding. I just keep making a joke about that now. Um, Piece of paper and a pen. And I'm going to tell you the attributes, the parent attributes that we can reflect, right? From the attributes of God. So parent um attentive compassionate faithful generous deliverer just love merciful patient and long suffering it's one patient long suffering it's like patient slash long suffering provider truthful wise refuge. And I know that some of these words, you're probably like, "Mm, how are we supposed to reflect that with, you know, God's character, right? So just hear me out. I'm going to go through each of these that are on this list. Um, But I do think like as some, um, when you learn what this definition says, what Jen Wilkins says in this book, you know, is the definition and has written down, I think that you can understand why as moms, like, okay, this, we understand that this is God's job, but there are going to be in some ways where we can help our children in this area. Ultimately, it's God's job, right? And ultimately, all of these are God's attributes, but I think that we can reflect them. And um, so I'm just going to go through them quickly before we pray. And then We'll dig deep into one um, next week, and um, I'm just going to go through this. Listen, we did patient and long-suffering, but I'll do it again. Um, You know, we'll do a recap of that, and maybe in a different way, um, perhaps we'll see. You know, I'll pray about it and see what God puts in my heart, um, or to just, you know, revamp that message or something. But, okay, so her list of attributes of God, and I wrote at the top, all attributes of God we admire, admire, but some we can reflect and work to be more like, right? So God is attentive. God hears and responds to the needs of his children. So we can reflect this by listening to the needs of our children, okay? And we can respond to the needs of our children. That doesn't mean we give our children whatever we want. That means that we're listening to our children. We're giving them a voice. We're hearing what's important to them. Them, And then we're deciding as a family or as parents and, you know, or in communication with our children, how can we meet this need? How can we explain to our children, like, say my five-year-old wants to, or, well, he's six, but say my six-year-old or my four-year-old want to, like, go down to Craig's Cruisers, which I would say is probably a mile away by themselves. And this is something they bring to us, like, we really need to do this, mom, is this a real true need that our kids have? Okay. But that doesn't mean we just, oh, you're so ridiculous. I don't want to hear this. Like we would never let you do that. You're way too young. Well, that's dismissive, right? So hearing them, okay, let me hear what you have to say. Okay. You really feel like you need to do this. Well, this really is not, 
I understand that this is something you want to do and maybe you can do that, you know, at this age, whatever age my husband and I decide is age appropriate for them to do that, right? Um, And we understand why you want to do this. However, this is a safety concern for us and maybe, you know, dad and I can bring you down to Craig's Cruisers and sit on the bench while you run around or something and give them a little bit of freedom and come up with some sort of a compromise. And I'm not saying that's necessarily what we would do, especially at that age. I'm just saying like, it's a it's the point that you're hearing your kids, that you're being attentive to them and you're listening to their needs. And sometimes those needs are, you know, emotions. They're big things. You know, I just said something so trivial and, you know, whatever. But some of those needs of our children are big and we're not listening all the time because we're busy and because we have a hundred other things on our plate every single day. And it's important that we do listen to the needs of our kids and hear them and that we respond, not giving them what they want again, but that we respond. So, The next one is compassionate. God is compassionate. He cares for his children and he acts on their behalf. And we can reflect that character. Um, We can reflect that, you know, attribute of God by being compassionate towards our kids, by understanding, by caring for them and understanding where they're coming from, um, understanding their struggle, being there for them and acting on their behalf, no matter what that looks like. So Um, creator. This is an attribute that we admire about God because we can't be the creator. God is the creator. God made everything. He is uncreated. We can't do that. The next one is deliverer. And this one is on the list I added. And I do think that um, it is really truly like an attribute of God. And in most ways we can't, you know, necessarily reflect, reflect it. But when you listen to what Jen Wilkins writes down here, God rescues and saves his children. And I do think there are some circumstances where we do need to show up in the gap for our children and rescue and save them, you know, when they're in danger or um, especially when they're small. Like I had to rescue my child uh, from the pool one day this past summer, you know, and I had to rescue and save him. Um, So while I do believe that this is um, a characteristic and an attribute of God that we admire. You know, it's something that we also can reflect in some ways and in some instances um, where, you know, we do have to show up and do that. But God is the only one who can truly save us, right? And and, in the way that, you know, this is talking about. But I do think that there are times where like Moses's mom you know, she helps to be this person for Moses because she hides him, right, for three months. And then she puts him in a basket and she doesn't know what's going to happen to him, right? But God rescues and saves and he showed up and he was the ultimate deliverer, right? Um, And again, I'm not sure what I'm going to find as far as this goes, but... Um, If anything at all, because I do believe that this falls under the category of like God and his attribute, and it's just something that in some instances we can try to reflect, and there's some ways that we have to rescue our children, and that's just what made me think of it. As moms, of course, 
we have to rescue our children sometimes. Sometimes we have to let our kids fall on our, their faces too and make mistakes and learn from them. And that's a hard thing to do as moms, but it's so very necessary. We cannot save our children all of the time. And we have to put them in God's hands and trust him as he is the deliverer, as he rescues and saves our children. We have to trust God with our children, right? So God is eternal. God is not limited by time. He exists outside of time. We have to admire that. We have no business being in that. Um, we are we are limited by time. We exist um, in time and God does not. So that's an admirable trait, right? Characteristic that he has. Faithful, um, God always keeps his promises. We should be reflecting that. Our children should have faith in us, um, not the way that they have faith in God. That's not what I'm saying, but we should keep our promises to our kids. We shouldn't make promises we can't keep. There are times sometimes maybe we'll make promises and it's out of our control, and that's a learning opportunity for everybody involved. But this is a characteristic and attribute. I think we can reflect that. I think it's good for our children to be able to have faith in us. Um, again, not the way they do God, but in a different way as their parents. So uh, generous, God gives what is best and beyond what is deserved. Um, And I think we can be generous to our kids and I think we can reflect this characteristic trait of God. Glorious, God displays his greatness and worth. Well, this is not something that we can do because we are, you know, God says we're worthy, um, but, you know, we're not worthy on our own. We're worthy with God and and because of God and God is great and worthy and we are not, right? Um, Not in the ways, you know, God is the greatest. He is greatness. Um, And that's not who we are as humans. So we admire that, right? So God is good. God is what is best and gives what is best. He is incapable of doing harm. And as much as we want to, uh, of course, be this for our kids um, or for anybody. And, you know, we're not inherently good. We are born into sin, right? We're sinners. Um, and as much as, like, we should want to give our kids our best, right? But we are not incapable of doing harm. So we really have to admire this about God because he is, and and we can't, um, we can't be those people, no matter what we are human and we're flawed and we're going to hurt our kids. We're going to hurt our spouses. We're going to hurt the people that we love because we're human. And we all do that to each other, um, at one point or another. And as, you know, sad as that makes us, we, just know that, you know, it happens to all of us and, you know, God's mercies are new every morning. And that's the great thing about God. And that's why he is the best, right? And he is incapable of doing harm is because he can make all things, you know, new, all things right. And that is very admirable. So God is holy. God is perfect, pure, and without sin. That we admire. We cannot be holy like God, right? Absolutely not. We are not perfect. We are not pure. We are not without sin. God is immutable, unchanging. God never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Again, we can't be that. That's not something we can be. We are changing. Um, And we want to change. We want to grow. That's the point. We want God to refine us. We want him to continue to grow us like him 
in the ways that we can and like Jesus, his son, the the version, the human version of him, right? Um, and, and to uh, reflect those characteristics. So this is something we admire about God. Incomprehensible, God is beyond our understanding. We can comprehend him in part, but not in whole. This again is something we admire. Um, we're not beyond understanding as humans. Um, so, but God is incomprehensible. Um, God is infinite. God has no limits in his person or his power. Again, this is something we admire. He has no limits. We are powerless without God. Um, I mean, and we are really powerless um, as humans, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things. Um, and in you know, his person, that is not something we can reflect. So God is jealous. God will share, not share, excuse me, God will not share his glory with another. All glory righteously or rightfully belongs to him. And this is something that we admire as well. Um, it's not healthy for us to be jealous. It's not our place to be jealous. Um we, that is God's, you know, he deserves the glory and it belongs to him. So this is something we admire about God. So God is just, God is fair in all of his actions and judgments. He cannot over punish or under punish. This is really something that we admire. I think this is a fine line because I think we also can reflect this in a sense, but we are going to overpunish at some times. Uh, some points we're going to underpunish at some points. But the point about me saying that we can try to reflect this char- character is that, you know, we want to be fair in our actions and judgments with our children, right? Um, and how we parent and discipline them. And, you know, but we're going to screw up. God is not. So we can't be just like God is. Absolutely not. Um, but we can, you know, as parents, God puts us in a place to teach our kids, um, to disciple them. And we can try to reflect this character by being fair, um, with our kids and, and trying to get that, you know, discipline down where we're not always over punishing them or under punishing them, that we're doing things the get way that God would want us to do them, um, and parenting and disciplining our kids in the ways that God wants and has designed us to. So God is loving. God feels and displays infinite unconditional affection towards his children. And we should display unconditional affection and love towards our children as well. I think this is something that we should reflect. You know, God's love does not depend on their our kids' worth response or on our worth response or merit. Um, and our kids shouldn't either. We should be loving our kids the way that God loves us. And I often pray, especially for my challenging, you know, child, um, not for my challenging, I mean, I do pray for him all the time, but I'm saying like for me, because sometimes I do feel like I don't purposefully love him conditionally. Of course, I love him unconditionally. I would die for him, right? But sometimes it's just really, really hard and challenging. And I just don't want to be treating him differently. And I always pray, God, please help me to love him the way that you do. Please help me to love him um, no matter what his you know, response is, no matter what he's struggling with. Help me to just love him and see him the way that you do, God. Because I think if I 
God can help me do that all the time, then I can parent him the best way. And I don't always parent him the best way because no matter, again, how much knowledge I have, no matter how much wisdom or, well, I'm going to gain wisdom through this parenting this child, right? Um, would be the goal. That would be my ultimate goal is to gain wisdom and to learn a lot. But, um, you know, no matter how much knowledge I have, no matter how many tools I have, this is a person, right? And things are still very, very challenging. And this is new to me. I have never encountered a child like this before who's dealing with these types of struggles. Um, and I've been around kids my whole entire life. So this is something that, you know, I'm, I'm working through, uh, as a mom and, you know, I'm learning constantly about him and his condition and his struggles all the time. Um, but I screw up all the time too. Right. So, um, God is merciful. God does not give his children the punishment they deserve. And I think we can reflect this, you know, because sometimes our kids do things that are real crazy and really bad, right? Um, sometimes they can act like wild animals and we just want to like, oh, sometimes we want to do things that are sinful to even say or think about. Um, and we obviously, we don't want to do that. We want to be merciful with our kids too. We want to reflect that character um, and not you know, give kids the punishment they necessarily deserve. We don't want to get back at our kids. We want to give them the discipline and the consequence that's going to teach them and help them learn. And that's going to help them to grow and to learn to not want to do those things again, to learn the lesson on, you know, why they're doing what they're doing is not correct. And we want to correct that behavior. We don't necessarily want to get even with them, right? We want to teach them. So God is omnipotent and almighty. God holds all power. Nothing is too hard for God. What he wills, he can accomplish. This is again, something we admire. We cannot be this omnipresent. God is fully present everywhere. Um, I don't even know if I would ever, well, a lot of the things we admire about God, I mean, God, I'm glad that these are your attributes and characteristics because I wouldn't want a lot of them. Um, because it's a lot, I think that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, and I don't know that I would want to be everywhere all the time, fully present. That would just like, woo. Um, so yeah, this is something we admire. We can't be this. This is not a characteristic we can reflect at all. Right. Omniscient, I can't say this word, omniscient. God knows everything past, present, and future, all potential and real outcomes, all things micro and macro. Again, this is something we admire about God. We cannot reflect this, right? Um, patient, long-suffering. God is untiring and bears with his children. We can reflect this. And we talked about it a few weeks ago, and we can talk about it again. So God is provider. He meets the needs of his children. And this is something that we are um, required to do as you know the parents that god of the children that god has given us we are we are supposed to provide for them um in the ways that they need to be taken care of so refuge god is a refuge god is a place of safety and protection for his children and i think that we need to admire this um and mostly admire but we can reflect this character to an extent, we do need to be a place of safety for our kids and, you know, protect our kids in the best way that we can, but not in a, like a refuge type of way like God is. You know, it's not, we're not like God in this sense. Um, God is our 
ultimate protector and he is our place of safety and we need to be this for our children too, but it's different, not like God. So I'm excited to go through that one. And I think that, you know, that will really challenge us and challenge me uh, as we learn about how we can be that for our children and reflect that character, uh, characteristic trait of God. So righteous, God is always good and right. Well, I don't know about you, but that is definitely not something that I am ever always. So, and it says always, right? This is always good and right. And God, you know, um, does make us righteous. But um, if anything, we contend on our own by our own flesh tend to be more self-righteous than righteous. And this is something that we admire about God. We are not always good and we are not always right, right? So self-existent, God depends on nothing and no one to give him life or existence. Again, we cannot be this. This is something we admire. He is also self-sufficient. God is not vulnerable. He has no needs. And as we know, as humans, this is way not something that we can do, right? This is something we admire about God. God is sovereign. God does everything according to his plan and pleasure. He controls all things. And again, this is something we admire about God. He is transcendent. God is not like humans. He is infinitely higher and being in action. And again, this is something we admire. Um, we are humans, so we cannot be like this. God is truthful. Whatever God speaks or does in tr- is truth and reality. And this is something that we admire, but this is also something as a parent, we should be with our children, not like God. Again, um, all the things that I say, like we should admire, like reflect, obviously we can't reflect them like God, right? Like we know that, right? We cannot be God. Um, but or in a different way, you know, some of these we have to look at like, um, you know, being the refuge and and being truthful with our kids. We, we do that different. It's, it's similar, but like in a different way than God does for us. Right. So, um, we should be truthful with our kids. Um, and you know, obviously age appropriately, I don't ever feel like we should be lying to our children though. Um, And sometimes my kids ask me hard questions and I really try to just age appropriately give them an honest answer. Uh, So sometimes that's not the easiest thing to do, but I just really truly don't believe in lying to them. And if it's something that's like really above them, I'll just be like, this is something that you're just too young for us to talk about right now. Um, But there's a lot of things where, you know, they come up and I am truthful with them about um, things, again, age appropriate appropriately and probably sometimes not. Sometimes they probably screw that up too because I'm human, right? But um, I think it is important that we be truthful with our kids. So the next one is wise. God knows what is best and acts accordingly. He cannot choose wrongly. And I think that um, this is something that we admire, but we also should reflect wisdom and help, you know, give that wisdom to our kids that we have gained through, you know, um, experience and uh, challenges that we've been through and by God giving us that wisdom. So um, we don't always all learn wisdom, uh, even through our challenges or hardships. Some people don't learn those hard lessons um, and, you know, they don't gain wisdom. And I actually had to do a test or not a test, a, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what it's called. I had to do like an I interviewed people um, 
on, you know, wisdom and I asked them a bunch of questions and I had to, you know, really go through and rate this because I earned a degree in human development that's my and family studies, that's my bachelor's degrees. And and uh and it was interesting to learn that like not everybody learns and then, you know, reading the responses and stuff and having to write a paper on that. And I mean, these are people I knew too. Um, and just going through like, wow, like this person has gained a lot of wisdom in life um, through life experience, but not everybody does and not everybody has. And we often think of like, oh, you're older and wiser, but that's not necessarily the case. Not everybody gains that wisdom, um, but we should be open to learning and gaining that wisdom and asking God for wisdom, right? Because God says we should ask him for that and then we can help our kids as they get older and help be that wise counsel for them in their lives um, with God's help and by his leading, right? So, and then worthy, God deserves all glory and honor and praise. And I hope that we don't, any of us don't feel like we deserve that from our children because we don't. Uh, only God does, right? And then God is wrathful. God hates all unrighteousness. That is not our job um, to be wrathful and to judge. Uh, that's God's job, right? He tells us that. So um, that's something, again, that we admire because God does that in appropriate ways. We do not. If we are wrathful, it is um, like animal-like, right? Um, and it's just a hot mess and we just are... It's a disaster if we decide to be that ourselves, but God knows how to be that way um, and what's appropriate and what isn't and how to handle wrath and judgment appropriately, right? So again, I'm just going to write down this or I'm just going to go through the parent list with you again of attributes that I think that we can study together and learn like, okay, we can be more like God in these areas in our parenting and really challenge ourselves um, as we, you know, do message in a prayer, talk about how we can reflect these characteristics of God um, and work towards, you know, being more like him and learning more about, you know, these parent characteristics, as I like to call them, um, of God. And I mean, I don't know if that's proper or correct, but I like to think of these characteristics of like, these are God's parent characteristics where we can take these and we can reflect them as parents in our home. And um, so attentive, compassionate, faithful, generous, deliverer, just, love, mercy, patient and long-suffering, provider, truthful, wise, and refuge. And if you missed any of those, I say them closer to the beginning of the episode. And then again, I just said them again, and you can just hit the little uh, rewind button once or twice, and it will go through that list again for you. I will repeat it. Um, So go ahead and do that if you need to write them down again. But um, so that's what we're going to do over the next you know, several weeks is we're just going to go through this list and we're going to see how as moms we can, you know, be more attentive like God and reflect that in our homes. Um, You know, again, like I said, we can't do any of this just like God does, but we can reflect these things and work to be 
more attentive in our home. We can work to be more compassionate in our home. We can work to be more faithful and to keep our promises to our kids and to be more generous to them, right? And more loving and unconditionally loving our kids uh, no matter what they're doing that day or in that moment or how much we want to uh, not be because there are moments, believe me, that I'm like, oh my goodness, get me out of here right now because this is just real intense and real crazy. But yeah, so I hope that you're excited to go down this journey with me over the next several weeks. I know that I am excited to go on this journey with you. Um, And I just want to pray before we go, of course. (laughs) Um, And um, I am going to just pray that God just prepares our hearts um, and that, you know, we really learn something that we learn a lot throughout each and every week that we're here together and that, you know, that we can create a community together. So, um, of, you know, Christian moms who are just praying with and for each other. So dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, uh, for these moms, God, I just want to, uh, just come and enter into your throne room and sit at your feet, God, and just, (coughs) excuse me, I just want to uh, just imagine, you know, just being there with you in your throne room because you do say that we can enter into your throne room and just sit at your feet and lay our burdens down. So, God, I just thank you for that. I thank you for the opportunity to approach you in that manner and to just sit with you at your feet, God. And I just pray that you, um, that you just give each and every mom that's listening today uh just that was my chair sorry if anybody heard that (laughs) um give each and every mom listening today just the opportunity to just sit down at your feet god and lay um her burdens down god uh as we are on our knees Uh, mom if you're not on your knees and you can get on your knees just sit get on your knees and just pray with me to our king pray with uh, me to um to your savior god uh moms excuse me and and god i just i just ask that you uh whatever is holding each mom weighed down this week that you just remove those burdens and that she just is able to leave them at the feet um at your feet today God, I just pray for each mom listening that whatever it is that is insufficient for her um, as she goes about this week, that you just fill her up with it and that you provide that to her, whether it be strength or patience or um, compassion, uh, kindness, generousness. Maybe it's hard for her to love unconditionally because there's just so much going on with one of her kids and it's just so hard. God, we just bring those things to you that are so human in us, right? That we just struggle with and we just ask that you just forgive us for those feelings that we have and those emotions that we have as humans. We ask that you just replace those things with your truths, God. And that you just help us to grow in our weaknesses um, and that you just give us your strength and that you just grow us. God, we know that you're refining us. 
Um, we're asking for your refinement. We know that that's a slow process and that's not something we're just going to wake up tomorrow and everything is going to be perfect. There's things for us to learn there. Um, in a lot of ways, I think the refining process is humbling, right? And uh, God, we just ask for us to learn those things, for us to be humbled as you are refining us, God. I just ask that you uh, just bless each mom here in her week. I just ask that you keep, keep each mom and her family safe, God, that you provide them with exactly what it is that they need as you know our needs before we even do, God. And you do say that you're going to care for us um, and that you're going to provide all our needs to us and maybe Sometimes that looks different. Sometimes we think we have needs like our kids, like, you know, oh, I want to go to Craig's Cruisers. Where is that really a need? Or is that just a want, right? But you know our needs. You know what we truly need. And you know whether or not we're being self-indulgent and we don't really need something and it's something maybe we just want. Uh, and we have to work hard for that um, as opposed to what our needs are. But you do know our needs better than us before we do. And you supply all of our needs, God. And I truly believe that. Um, and you do it in a number of different ways, sometimes ways we don't like that's happening in my life right now, but you are providing and caring for us. And I just thank you for that, God. I just thank you for all of the ways you meet each uh, me and each one of these moms who are here listening today, um, exactly where we are at, God, and that we just thank you that you just are long-suffering for us and that we know that we're a work in progress and you know we're a work in progress. And I just thank you for that long-suffering and patient characteristic of yours, God, that you just continue to refine us and that you just continue to make us who you want us to be, God. I just pray that as, you know... Um, we go about our weeks that you just provide our children with what they need, God. You, uh, we just, I just pray for each and every one of our children to uh, just grow into who you have created them to be and want them to be, not who we want them to be, God. We know that you've created each and every one of our children unique in your image um, and that you have created them for a purpose. And that might not be something we understand. That might not be something we necessarily always want, but I pray that you help shape our hearts to want what you want for our children, to grow our children to who you want our children to be, who you've created them to be, who you've purposed them to be, God. And I just pray that each and every one of our children uh, just learns uh, to have a heart of truth and obedience uh, is respectful, is um, just really grows in their characteristics that are Christ-like and that we want um, to reflect or their character to reflect God and, and that you help us to be good models to them, God. And I just pray that you just lead and guide us as we parent our children. I pray, pray for the administrators. I pray for their teachers. I pray for their schools for safety, that you are their refuge, God, that you are their place of safety, that you are their place of protection from any and all harm, God. I just pray over each and every one of our children's minds, um, their spirits, their uh, just physical health, just in all ways that you just keep our children healthy, um, and safe from any and all harm, God. And I just pray um, that you just 
bless each and every one of our families um, in the ways that you want to and in the ways that is going to grow us, um, not for our purposes, but for your purpose, God. And I just ask that you just reach down and just give each mom here a hug that she just feels your presence and knows that everything is going to be okay in her life and that you are walking right alongside her. God, I just pray that you help us to include you instead of closing the door to us and our families. Um, I pray that we open the door to you and have you be the center because even when we think you are, even when we want you to be, sometimes we do close that door accidentally um, or you know, subconsciously or just without realizing it. And I just ask that you help us to keep that door open, that you help us to just pause, to practice that pause and pray and to ask ourselves, is this hurtful or harmful before we just spew out of our mouth sometimes when we uh, have a hard time uh, with some challenging behaviors that we face, God, if we can just do that, um, I think that a lot of our lives would change. So just pray for uh, just your power over our tongues and our mouths and our spirits and our minds this week and that you just continue this refining process in us and that we can just be really good hearts of our home um, and really good models to our children and even our husbands or spouses. And I just pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, Mama, I am excited to go on this journey with you. I'm excited to uh, see what God does over the next few weeks in our hearts and, you know, uh, how he grows us. So I will uh, see you, you know, tomorrow on the podcast for a message. Um, and then again on Thursday for expert guest speaker, all episodes on the Pillars for Purposeful Motherhood, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday air at 5 a.m. for your convenience. It's there all day, whether you get up early or not, um, or you like to listen to it first thing in the morning before everybody else gets up, or at nighttime before everybody or after everybody goes to bed. It's there for you when you want it um, at your convenience. There is a number of an amazing episodes for you to go back and listen to if you have not uh, checked out other things in the podcast go through, see what is, see what's of interest to you or what is something that, you know, maybe is applicable to your life right now and see how the episode helps you. We have great expert guest speakers, check those episodes out and definitely stay tuned for next week as we hop into, uh, you know, being attentive to our children, um, and reflecting that characteristic of God. So be blessed, mom. I, Can't wait to be back with you next week right here for Message and a Prayer. Until next time, take care and God bless.